Spirit is in me and with me and around me. The angels of God they encamp around me. So I'm not alone. I cannot be alone. I am not an orphan. So I don't have an orphan mindset or an orphan mentality. As a result, I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Say it, and this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even my faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? You don't have a weak faith. You don't have a weak faith. The New Testament tells me the same faith you know, Apostle Peter was writing to the church in the dispassion. He said, the same, those of us that have received the same faith as we have. So the faith I have is the same Peter had. Let us sing. Paul said, we having the same spirit of faith, we believe and we what? Speak. The same faith that Apostle Paul had is the same faith that's been available to me. If Apostle Peter and Apostle Paul had the same faith that Jesus had, it therefore means that the faith that is made available to me is the same faith that Jesus had. When he said, have faith in God, have the God kind of faith, it simply means that that type of faith that God has is what I have. Amen. If I have not said anything today, I have preached to you a whole sermon. Praise the Lord. Father, we receive this word open to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that big amen. Okay. The Bible says 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Peter 3 18. Please write. I'll be a little fast. But grow in grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forevermore. Amen. Praise God. 20 minutes starts. Amen. Last week we learned that the response, the proper response to grace is growth. We also learned that grace, I mean growth is not automatic. It's not automatic. Growth comes by our deliberate investment 
of ourselves in the things that make for growth. And we're told last week that there are three provisions that God has made available for us to grow as his children. The first is the provision of his word. It is by the word of God that we gain the knowledge that multiplies grace and peace in our lives. Are you with me? It is by the knowledge of God. The knowledge will not come without the word of God. The fact that I own a Bible, I read a Bible, I read a Christian literature, I listen to a sermon being preached, does not convey understanding. It is understanding that produces healing. The Bible says it brings compassion, generates faith that produces healing. That's what the Bible says. In order for this to happen, we need the second factor that enables us to engage grace properly or to respond to grace properly, and that is the factor of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of multiplication, the Spirit that makes the Word of God open unto us. Yes, with the Word of God available, with the Spirit of God available, then God taught it wise also to give the gifts of men to men. He calls them pastors or teaching pastors or teaching priests. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 he said, I will give you pastors after my heart. Pastors whose responsibility will be to feed you. And what they are going to feed you with is knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. Understanding is what enables me to hear, for God so loved the world, and that he gave his only begotten son, and produces faith in my heart to believe for salvation. And so, with the benefit of all this we said, in engaging the word of God, we must learn to honor the word of God. How do I honor the word of God? I respect and receive the word of God. In honoring the word of God, I give the word of God attention in my life. Whenever I'm hearing the preaching of the word, I ensure that there is nothing that can distract me from the preaching of the word of God. We dealt extensively with that last week, and I want to encourage you, go get the message of last week. It's available on YouTube, available on virtually all the social media, and of course, you can go to the media office and pick a copy for yourself. Praise the Lord. The next point I want to quickly focus on is this. If I'm truly going to show that I honor the word of God, I must be able to receive the word. I don't receive the word because I hear. Very good to hear. I receive the word first in my heart is the preparation of the heart to receive the word. Let me just quickly show us a scripture that maybe directly is not in my note right now, uh, but it's important to what I'm saying now. Can we have 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13? 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13. Alright. I want you to look at the scripture. Look at it. The power of receiving the word of God. For this cause, this was Apostle Paul speaking to the church in Thessalonica. First Thessalonians chapter 2, 
First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13. It says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. Because when you receive the word of God, which he had from us, you received it not as the word of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Please, can you give it to us in the Passion Translation? Passion Translation. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13. TPT, please, quickly. Now, look at this. He says, this is why we continually thank God for your lives. Because you received our message all heartedly. If I am going to honor the word of God, I receive it all heartedly. He said, you embraced it, not as the fabrication of men. We came to speak to you. We were talking to you like I'm talking now. And we told you it is not words of man no, that this is actually the word of God. And you opened your heart and you received it. He said you received it not as a fabrication of men, but as the word of God. And the word continues to be what? An energizing force in you who believe. When you get home, read that particular text in the Good News Translation. There's no time to pursue it. So, if I am receiving the word of God wholeheartedly, I take note of the word. When I take note of the word, I will go back and review or search for the word. How do I search for the word? Why do I search for the word? I search for the word because I want to be acquainted with the word. I search for the word because I want to understand the word. I search for the word because I appreciate the word. I search for the word because I want to apply the word of God. I search for the word because I want to appropriate the word of God. Make it my own and practice the word. That is why I search for the word. How do I go about searching the word? Acts chapter 17 verse 11. Acts 17 11 quickly. I read from the King James Version. He said, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. In Thessalonica. He said, why? Because in that they what? They receive the word. I am speaking to you now. You ensure that there is no twin God. You ensure that there is nothing to take your attention. You won't be looking at WhatsApp as you are listening to me. You give it your full attention. That is receiving the word. You receive the word with all readiness of mind. That is one step. Then you take note of the word. Because no matter how much you remember, by the time you step out, you would have lost 30% of what you had. And when you're in a service like this, don't make the mistake to think you had everything. You didn't hear everything. Many things, when you go back to listen to the messages preached, that's when you will see that there are many things you did not hear when the sermon was on. Please put back that scripture. Acts chapter 17. Good. He said, they received the word wholeheartedly. They came with readiness of mind and they searched the scriptures daily whether those things I am saying are true or not. If you don't have a record of it, how will you remember to go and search? Searching is a habit of the person that wants to know. Many books ago in the Bible, 
in the Old Testament. There was a young man that used to be around a particular prophet that was rejected in Israel. He was a prophet that had not converted, had no soul that he converted. But he was faithful to his call as a prophet of God. Then one day, God sent him to the king. The king got so angry with him and locked him up in a dungeon. But the prophecy was still coming. And he was writing them down. As a matter of fact, at a point, he could no longer write them on his own. He had a secretary that was writing the prophecies for him. His name was Barak. And when he writes the prophecy, he will send the prophecies to the relevant people. One of those he used to send was a prince in the palace called Daniel. Daniel was a mentee of the prophet named Jeremiah. And so when he received the word, he would go and deliver. But Daniel also had the habit of ensuring that whatever is left over, he kept to himself. In Daniel chapter 8, there were some challenges in, in the land at that time. Daniel began to pray to understand some of those writings. He began to pray to understand some things and be, be able to interpret what was happening in his day in the context of the prophetic destination or destiny of the people of Israel. He began to pray in chapter 8. When he began to pray, he fasted. An angel was sent to him. But when the angel delivered the message to him, he still did not answer a few of other questions that arose in his heart. Daniel, the Bible says, let me read it to us. And I'll read it in the Passion Translation. Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. He says, during the first year of rule, during his first year of rule, I, Daniel, I was studying the scriptures. When you are searching the Bible, you are studying the scripture. Compare, read. Compare scripture with scripture. Look at other renditions of the same scripture. In his day, he didn't have comparative Bible. Today, all of us in our pockets, we are carrying comparative Bibles all around. Some of the Bibles that we are carrying without knowing, they are written in our mother tongue. There is hardly any Nigerian language today that does not have a Bible. Somebody has paid for it. Somebody made it available to you free of charge. Why are you not making use of it? It is called the YouVersion Bible app. If you get the YouVersion Bible, please, if you can find the app for the YouVersion, can you display it for everybody to see? The YouVersion Bible app was a vision that God gave a group of people and they began to work on it. Now, they have more than 1,500 different translations of the Bible available in different languages in, in, all over this world. So that when you download the app, it comes to you free of charge. But a lot of engineering, a lot of investment, a lot of maintenance is going into it. A lot of people are paying, church supporting the ministry, investing in the ministry, so that the Bible will be available to us. When you download that new version, you can download a lot of offline Bibles. You can download audio Bibles also. Listen to them. Read them. Hear the stories. They even have a lot of other study aids. Daniel said, I was studying. I was studying. I was studying and I noticed. I noticed. He caught a revelation of something. And that changed the rest of his life. Changed the rest of the story of the children of Israel that were in the land of Babylon or in the Persian Empire. Beloved of God, it is said that at this time, Daniel himself was already in his 70s or in his 80s 
when he caught this revelation, when he saw this, he saw that this was the 68th, 67th year of the children of Israel being in captivity. And the prophecy of Jeremiah that he had with him, that he had not seen or understood all along, indicated that they were to stay there for 70 years. Three years to go, oh God, three years to go. Daniel said, I, Daniel, I set myself. I began to fast. I began to pray. I began to fast. I began to pray. Don't forget they have been in that situation before. When they were in Egypt, God had told Abraham, your seed will stay in, the, in, the, in a strange land. That is in Egypt for 400 years. After 400 years, I will bring them out and make them into a nation. But lo and behold, 400 years came and passed. Nothing happened. Instead, their suffering increased. They passed the 400 years for two reasons mainly. The first reason was that there was no prayer. The second reason was that there was no leadership. Until prayer went up and God responded to answering their prayer by sending a leader, which was Moses. There was no exodus for them. And they could have stayed there until they lose faith of the fact that they can ever be delivered again. Until they forget the prophecies that they can ever be delivered again. But thank God prayer was on. If you read Exodus chapter 2, the last two or three verses, such that their eaves and their cries, they were prayers unto God. If you read it in any of our local languages in Nigeria, I have read it in the Yoruba Bible, I have read it in the Epic Bible. He said they are mmm and they are mmm became prayer unto God. Have you prayed to that time or to that point in your life that even your eaves and your sighs, you begin to utter prayers in languages that cannot be articulated in the languages of men? Have you prayed to that point? God pushed them to pray to that point because God wanted them to bath freedom. And the Bible says, as soon as Zion traveled, she did what? She brought forth. He said, can a nation be born in one day? He said, yes, a nation can be born in one day. Why? Because Zion will travel. And as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth a male child. A nation can be born in one day, brother. That situation can change if you can get to that dimension of prayer. Daniel got into that dimension of prayer. The people were forced to pray. Then Moses came. He came with the power of God. He came with the grace of God upon his life. And bam! New things began to happen. God began to deal with the, with the gods of Egypt. All those ten plagues that Moses wrought in Egypt, they were to deal with different gods of Egypt that were holding them down in slavery. It was not by ordinary wish that the children of Israel were held as captives or as slaves in Egypt. There were spirituals. There were gods involved. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 12, when the parcel was made, one of the things you read there is that God judged the gods of Egypt that day. As a result of that, Pharaoh said, Go, leave. I don't want you people in the land again. What do you think happened? The last God was there. Listen to me, brethren. Some things don't go. Kingdom come by what? He says, since the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God does what? Suffered violence. If you say, I go bear him, God too will follow you bear. But the day you say enough is enough, God will break the yoke over you. That was what Isaac told Esau. Ladies and gentlemen, I charge you today by the word of God. Receive the word with an open heart. Because that is where your liberty is. That is where your grace is. 
So in the case of Daniel, Daniel did not wait for another person to come and pray. Daniel took the responsibility in himself because Daniel already in the area of intercession, he has grown, he has had capacity. One person can grow to a point in which he will pray and the entire family will be set free. One person can grow to a point in which he pray and the entire community will be set free. Daniel had a national grace upon him and he prayed and extracted the children of Israel from captivity. The Bible says he prayed for 21 days. He found even the angel that was sent was in prison. But John, he kept praying. He kept praying until there was a release. The Bible says you will see the travel of your soul and you'll be what? You'll be satisfied. Grace is always there. But who is there that is available to go and download grace? Jesus. He says out of him will receive what? Truth and grace. Grace is available. All grace as a matter of fact is available. The children of Israel didn't go until 430 years. But fancy this. When there was leadership, when there was prayer, he started praying on the 67th year. Historical records has it. Please go and Google what I've said. Historical records has it that from the 68th year, the king's mind was touched. And the king came and said to them, anybody that wants to go back to Judah to go and serve his God, I'm willing to release them. The story has it that by the 69th year, all the Jews that wanted to leave Iran, they had left at that time, except some whose businesses were doing well. They didn't want to go and suffer in Israel remain. That is why today, as hot as the nation of Iran is, there are still some Jews there. They call them Iranian Jews. They, if they want to go back to Israel now, the government of Iran, the Ayatollahs, will not allow them to go because they are considered as Iranian citizens. Are you listening to me, somebody? The decision you take now does not only affect you, it affects posterity. Why is it that some... Look, in Iran, they left before it was 70 years. In Egypt, they left 430 years. 30 years extra. The reason was because there was prayer. And the reason was because there was leadership. You can be a leader to yourself. You can take the word of God. That is why grace is released by the word of God. Grace is released to make you triumph, to make you do well in life. What are you going through? If you truly Jesus can solve everything, if truly all power in heaven, on earth, and under the earth has been given to him, why don't you exert yourself so that you can come to a point that that power will work for you? Even if it doesn't work for your brother, it will work for you in your own case. Let your case be different. If your case is not going to be different, you must be willing to take steps that others are not taking. I'm challenging you today. Engage grace. Respond properly to grace by engaging the word of God. Bow your heads, talk to God. Somebody pray. I want you to, if you can pray in tongues, pray in tongues at this time. Pray in tongues at this time. Lord, the spirit of grace and supplication, let it come upon me. Open my eyes of understanding to understand your word. I want to respond appropriately to God's grace in my life. Things cannot continue like this. Things must change concerning my life. Things must change concerning my life. Things must change concerning my life. Talk to God. I don't know if you are here seated hearing me. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Can I pray with you right now? Whether you are here or you are at home. If you are here, just lift up your hand. 
a pastor will come and minister to you where you are because we don't have that time right now. And for those of us that are at home listening to me, talk to God right now. Talk to God. Say this prayer after me. God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus died. If you are lifting your hand in church, lift it up well. The pastors are around you. Upstairs, downstairs, lift it up well. Somebody is there to minister to you. Okay, now, pray this prayer. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. He paid the price for my sins. As a result of the fact that he paid the price for my sins, he died three days. He was raised up for my justification. I believe in my heart, O oh God. And in line with your word, I confess him as the Lord of my life. With this confession in line with your word, receive me as your child today. If you pray that prayer, beloved, you are born again. You are a child of God. May the grace of God work effectively in your lives in the name of Jesus. May God touch a chord in your heart. May the Lord touch a chord in your heart. May the Lord touch a chord in your heart. May my God touch a chord in your heart that will provoke you to go for grace. That will provoke you to download grace into your life, into your circumstances, your situation. That there will be a change that the name of the Lord will be glorified. That will be an evidence that God is alive and that the word of God still works today in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The rod of the wicked will not rest upon your lot. So that you don't put your hands into iniquity. Let it be evident that God is with you. In the name of Jesus. As many as have been wrongly accused here. I take authority over that wrong accusation. And I declare peace unto you. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for your patience. Let's receive the ministry of God's.